Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. I'm Drugs. <laughs> and I'm Mike. <laughs> yes. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a long couple of weeks since we've met. Uh, this will be happening in January, but for us, we've just entered December. So we just had our Thanksgiving holiday. Um, COVID is out of control again. We're all going under lockdown once more. But be safe, be safe guys. Be safe. Bring down the room, right? No, 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 no. Hey. So should we introduce our special guest? Should we introduce our special guest, Drugs? <laughs> hey, boys he and girls. He, he said he was drugs. Uh, Glad to be uh, here. Welcome back, Drugs. Uh, We're happy to have you on the show no, again. Drugs are here. You know, I've been much misaligned these last many decades, but I'm glad that the air is being cleared and the light is being shown in this corner yeah. now. Yeah, it doesn't seem very clear to me. <laughs> says, uh, I have questions <laughs> about why drugs sounds the way Yeah, me too. Drugs doesn't sound like yeah. he won the war. No. Yeah. Definitely did. We definitely did, guys. We made it. I feel like drugs should sound like Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson or somebody like that. Like that's what drugs. Right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's sort of that's what drugs sounds like. Hey guys. I don't know. I think all drugs together might sound a little erratic. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. They actually if you took all the drugs, it might just cancel each other out. (laughs) You'd just be normal. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nina Simone, right? Deep no, voice. Richards lasts all these years. He just takes all the drugs. Takes all the drugs. It's a status. Don't do that, kids, unless you are meant to do that. Because uh, <laughs> a lot of people are not meant to do that. So be careful with that bad advice. Not men. No, I do not take all the drugs. I definitely do not take all the drugs, you know? Yeah. Well, Some people, but... you literally huff paint one time, it's over. <laughs> People were making jokes about how it was amazing that Keith Richards was still alive like 30 years ago. <laughs> and he's still alive. Yeah. And Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne is another one. Oh, let's start the yeah, show. Yeah, let's start the show. <laughs> what are we Today we're watching next ge- Star Trek The Next Generation, yeah. uh, Season 2, Episode 17, Samaritan Snare. And I'm punching the triangle in 3, 2, 1, punch. Punch, yeah. Your your uh, pronunciation or, or uh, speaking of it was so strange, Sean. My Samaritan of it, yeah. Your Samaritan, Samaritan snare, snare. It's sort know, of a just, weird combination of words. Samaritan snare. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, what did no, I say? No, okay, I, 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 I was just curious if you were if you if you had just a different interpretation of the title or it's just. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. If Warped was a folk band, I think I would probably play the Samaritan Snare. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could just about cover it. Yeah. That's my favorite drum. The Samaritan <laughs> Snare. Not, not, um, not a full Samaritan every time, set. Every time just you hit a it, snare. a little bit of money pops out yeah. the bottom. I would take the Jews. Jew harp? Jews harp? The little twang, harp is that what you call it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, there's an actual instrument called the yes. harp. I believe. Yeah, it's cool. It sounds really cool. Uh, I think it's used in spaghetti westerns, maybe a like little bit. Mouth harp, yeah. Yeah. Is that about the twang thing? The twang, mm-hmm. the twang thing. <laughs> yes. I would do it during the thong song. They're usually very country <laughs> music songs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Picard's pissed. This is where we learn about Picard's fake heart in this episode. What? That Picard has a artificial heart because his oh. heart was destroyed. Oh, Apple. oh, Lord. This is the one where Riker, where Picard and Wesley are on the yes. it's a shuttlecraft very together the whole yes. time. It's Wesley and Picard in a shuttlecraft uh-huh. talking about this. life. You triggered oh, some boy. memories in that. What's funny about this is that like Picard famously can't stand Wesley, and they have to spend the whole episode on the shuttlecraft <laughs> together. Yeah. Well, now I know why. He's already fuming. 
He's pissed already that he's got to do this. <laughs> the, the doctor, because the doctor Pulaski even tells him, "I could do the thing here, but he doesn't want to do it. He's embarrassed by the fact that he has a a fake heart." Did you see General Picard just called Wesley Ensign? Yeah. Well, that's what he is. He's an ensign. Yeah, but he didn't refer to him as like Wesley or Ensign Wesley. It was very formal ensign. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like generally uses the people's titles even when he's talking. Then call him Will. Oh. Hmm. Call him number one. Calls him number one. There's an or this is the ornery Picard. A hundred percent. This whole episode. Yeah. He's in all. He's in a cranky mood this week. But this is him. But him and what he sort of softens on Wesley in the. Over the, the course of their time on the shuttlecraft. Yeah. Being trapped in a shuttlecraft for several hours. Imagine being people. trapped in a shuttlecraft for 14 hours with a an, an irritating 15-year-old boy. <laughs> For some see irritating, some see sensitive, and oh so earnest. I thought oh it was cute. Oh He's God, a deeply Were you in love That's, there's with no Wesley? question about it. He is a very earnest boy. I think well, he's I, just going to get to that inner Picard nougat. All and, he know, really wants is for Jean-Luc to love him. Like, yes. that's all he wants. And all any child wants. So this lady's back. Yeah. She's this one. is the last episode she'll be in. Oh. Is this so don't had get, the thing for Jordy? Don't get too attached. She's got great she, hair. Does she yeah, like Jordy? Yeah, they, I think this was a plan to sort of create a girlfriend for Jordy, but then they shit-canned it. Because um, she never comes back again after this episode. They had zero chemistry with each other. <laughs> yeah. Jordy only cares about robots and, and yes. engines. And Jordy gets pretty messed up in this episode. Oh. He gets, if you were uh, doing this show now, you would have Jordy fall in love with Data. Because what? Jordy Ooh. loves Whoa. robots. Jordy wow. loves machines. Yeah, he loves so machines. you would ask. The romantic cool. relationship would be between Jordy and Data if you were doing this this show now, these days. Yeah. Matt, where, where can I it's sign up? It's funny how many characters better? you would have just assume would be gay if this. Well, we always talked about how Wesley would be gay in or a girl. I think Wesley would be, maybe would be a girl. You know? Oh, yeah, right, the, sure, for, for sure. Because cool. she was, well, he was, was originally the, sure. the character was originally supposed to be a girl, and then Wesley's they thought that, uh, they thought but that they were boys, like, no girls watch the show. So. Yeah, they were like teenage boys <laughs> like it. Teenage boys won't like. I don't know why they would think a teenage boy wouldn't like to watch a smart teenage girl on the on a sci-fi oh. show, but they thought that teenage boys would more strongly identify with a if Wesley was a boy, so they switched it. I think he was supposed to be Leslie, and they changed it. To <laughs> That's what you said in the past, yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. Leslie could actually work. Just didn't cape yeah, it. Leslie could work both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both Amer- America's finest actor, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. 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 All right, get yeah, us you don't see too many male Leslies anymore. That, Not that anymore. Like, it's fallen out of fashion. It's yeah. fallen out of vogue for sure. So we are watching Star Trek: The Next Generation episode two, season two, episode seventeen, Samaritan Snare. With Picard away for routine surgery, the Enterprise responds to an apparent distress call from a pack-led vessel. Aaron, you did not watch this week's episode. I understand. Because you thought we what were watching there? something else. <laughs> I thought we were doing the movie. I forgot where we were at. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. It's a bit, right. What do you think season. the IMDb rating of this is? Well, apparently not that great. <laughs> it's not a great <laughs> episode. I would, I'm I would speak from your heart, though. I'm going to say 4.9. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, it's not oh, that bad. Wow, really dragging it through the mud. Oh. Yeah. It's like a 6.3. Seven. Five point seven. Six four. Six point six. Yeah, I priced right at you. Right, right in the sweet spot. <laughs> the, the average salad D. Uh, Maid, did you watch Star Trek when you were young? You know, I was aware of it, uh-huh. and I of what I did see. I, pro- I saw Whoopi and I saw Picard. Mm-hmm. So if like someone was to ask me like, oh, who's your favorite Star Trek captain? I would just say Picard because sure. that was the one that yeah. was on. Yeah, that but, was uh, the one of all of our childhoods, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So do you remember seeing Wesley and being like, oh, he's I'm I really like him. He's now nah, Wesley wasn't on my radar. Only oh, Picard. Okay. Only only Patrick. Jordy was the only one on my radar, I think, because of Reading Rainbow. Oh yeah, him too. He's the only character I really remember. Well, and he has the cl- and he has the visor, so yeah. it's sort of a yeah. There's a visual cue, you know. You you recognize the visor. That's yeah. an iconic thing. Yeah. So here we have the pack lids. So, this is the speaking, speaking of the bad of, guys. Um, um, Reading Rainbow. Everybody knows about. Does everybody know about the? The push to get LeVar Burton yes. to take over as the host of Jeopardy. Do people yes. know? Have people oh, heard? Of that? Oh, I have not heard of that. I'm, I'm for that. Yeah, there was a big that's thing cool. on. There's been a big push on Twitter, and there was I, a big someone. There was a petition sent around too that yeah. got a bunch of people on it. And he's in. He's into the idea. Like he's been yeah. retweeting people when people say, "Oh, LeVar Burton should be uh, the host of yep. Jeopardy." And, like. Uh-huh. So he's into the idea, and I well, think it's is, a great it's idea. The, yeah, like, they're, between I know they're this having, show, between uh, this show and Reading Rainbow, like he has a lot of sort of like nerd education, learning mm-hmm. type cred. Yeah. So he's kind of the perfect person to host a show like that. I so think I think it's a great choice. Yeah. They're having uh, what's his name the the guy who won lots of times in a row. What's his name? I can't remember. Ken, Ken something. Yeah, yeah kid, he's going to host for a while. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Yeah. That's just what that's the plan for at least. It's not permanent. It's interim. That's the interim, interim. That's yeah. the interim choice. Uh, this, so this guy horrible. here, this actor who's <laughs> playing this fat, crazy looking guy. I'm is, furious uh, about the news about Ken Jennings. <laughs> well, he's done it before. He's been a guest host before. So I oh, think yeah? just ready to roll. I'm pretty sure he's Guested like random one offs. No, am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not a Jeopardy expert, so I couldn't speak to that. I started watching it again uh, just recently after Alex died, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's still really good. I just had sort of fallen out of the habit of watching it over the years, but yeah, I felt like I should watch it now that it's you know he's well, it's time, one of those it's things like wrapping it up. So I kind of wanted to watch the last episodes with him. Yeah. His last episode is going to be on Christmas Day, which kind mm-hmm. of is I don't know how that worked out, but. They, mm. That's how it worked out. Do they, are, do they actually are they going to broadcast on Christmas Day? I guess they are. Yeah, right? it's going to be on Christmas the last Day. episode. That is kind of feel like you have to watch that, right? Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch it for sure. Yeah, I have to watch it. It's a little sad, bittersweet, and touching at the same time. Oh, here we go. There's Picard and Wesley floating Picard's through the stars. Doing his best impression of a mannequin. He's reading. Yeah, he's trying to ignore Wesley. Yes, he's doing everything. <laughs> oh, that's why he, he brought those books. I was like, yes. what are those books? He's, I'm like, I'm not going to talk to this guy. You know, the, have you ever, anybody see the accidental tourist? Yeah, sure. There's a, there's a classic thing about his, his big thing when you're, when you're flying is to always have a book. Yeah. So that people that won't talk to you. <laughs> so strangers on the flight won't feel like they can talk to you. Yeah. That's a great movie. That's a great book too. I read the book it was based on back in the day. Back when William Hurt was a a movie star. He was a big movie star. That was a weird time. Isn't he still acting? Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't call him a movie. He was like a big star back then. Sure. Like yeah. he would get, won an Oscar. Would carry like, movies. Oh. Like when was the last time you did William Hurt was the star of a film? Yeah. Apparently he plays the general in the Avengers movies, right? Yeah, yes, he's... Yeah, that's right. They've sort of gone away from it, but he's supposed to be, you know, Betsy Ross's father. He's supposed Betsy to be... Betsy Ross. Who is Bruce Banner's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he initially played the character in The Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Well, Picard's just like, just fly the ship, that's Wesley. Right. Stop <laughs> trying to make chat with me. Yeah. I'm not interested. <laughs> Poor Wesley. Poor Wesley. He just wants to be loved. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we all want. And he's really lonely right now because his mom's not even on this ship. Yeah. And apparently there are no other oh. people his age on the no. ship because no. you never see him with a friend. What are these? Oompa he spends Loompa? all his time oh. hanging around 40-year-old men. Hmm. So and, these and are really, 
And really, how much is there to do while you're piloting a shuttlecraft in deep space? It's not <laughs> not much. That's why. Yeah, you keep no. I don't think you really have to have your hands on the wheel too much. It kind of flies itself for the yeah. most part. Doesn't it? So I feel like I feel like I could fly a shuttlecraft <laughs> if I had to. It's you know, it's not. It doesn't look that hard. God, hmm. Space is like ninety nine point nine nine percent empty. It'd be really yeah. odd. He's just doing busy work the whole time. I don't know. Space is space is complicated. It's like three dimensions. People well, already get into accidents. Like there are so many accidents in two dimensional driving. Uh, so imagine just the uh, additional dimension that people have to consider with. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's there's no road to stay on. You just go on straight. <laughs> just don't hit uh -oh. the Troy. stuff in see this is interesting space. because when Riker's in charge he doesn't ask Troy's opinion before he sends Jordy and Picard would always ask Troy what she thought about a situation before doing anything oh so is she pissed because well, she's nobody, pissed. nobody she's asked like, her Look, opinion you know you didn't this is I don't sense like these people are are worried they're they are not um they're they're dangerous mm. well it's not riker's fault she wasn't even on the bridge well, she had called her the ship. and and also and also yeah, like Warp it's had, possible to call people yeah warp had misgivings too and he just summarily ignored them <laughs> this is why riker is number one and not captain well, that's true yeah Warp's like i told you you son of a bitch <laughs> So there's one interesting acting. Uh, so the, one of the guys who plays one of the pack led, the main one, is uh, Christopher Collins, who does the voice of Cobra Commander on the huh. old cartoon show, and also Starscream on the Transformers cartoon, <laughs> which is the exact same voice. So. <laughs> Drugs. Okay, which one? Which one was the interesting one? Uh, one. <laughs> you don't find that interesting? I was just kidding. It was kind of interesting. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who was that? That was that, that guy. That might have been the drug speaking. <laughs> that was all the drugs. Yeah. Drugs was doing his Cobra Commander impression. Yes. Man, Picard is so ornery. Yes. <laughs> Wesley has no boundaries. <laughs> Wesley's like, tell me all about your like personal emotional feelings about connected to your heart problems. <laughs> Wesley needs to learn to stay in his lane. Yeah, I've heard that too. Do you, Wesley? <laughs> I say, do you, Wesley? Right. I mean, it works. Picard does end up telling him, but... Yeah. Sometimes people need a little encouragement to come out their shells. These these guys are just so wacky looking. Yeah. Yeah, like, interesting uh, choice. They're like Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Mm -hmm. Like space ogres. Space ogres? Yeah. Hmm. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. They're very like one liner, like we we collect stuff. Need yeah, things. They present to go. is very dumb. Yeah. But they're not very dumb, as they say. We are smart. Well, they are dumb. They just have this one scam that they pull. Yeah. But they, they are pretty dumb because they have to steal their shit from other people because they don't know how to do how anything. To advance so. themselves, yeah. Man, they just have to do that. Yeah, they're, they're the, the Donald Trump of the oh. galaxy. Oh. Oh. oh, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what? Yeah, this is probably would air sometime in January. Still too this soon. Episode will air on January twenty second. So oh, he'll God. be dragged out of the White House by that point in time. Please don't jinx it. <laughs> There's nothing to jinx at this point in time. That's, yeah, that's not necessarily jinx. That's more of a likely, most likely scenario. Yeah. I think it is possible to jinx all of American democracy. So let's just. <laughs> I think it is. I'm. I'm. You know, I'm I want to pr pray you and believe. You guys have PTSD, man. You're just like so shell shocked from the last four years. 
So apparently the 800th episode of Star Trek, like total, if you add them all up from the very beginning, the 800th episode is the uh, episode of Discovery that will air on December 31st. That will be the 800th total episode of Star Trek. This uh, podcast, by the way, this episode (laughs) is episode number 152. So just to give you a sense of how much further there is to go. Uh, you know what? Know. Yeah. The Voyager doesn't complain about the billions of miles it's got to travel, does That's it? Right. <laughs> yeah, actually, they, yeah, actually, they tend to how but... far away they were. But they do it anyways. <laughs> uh, they don't have much choice. They can but we do. About it, but they do it anyway. <laughs> <Do> we? <laughs> yeah. Do we? Right. If you guys were going to quit, you would have quit a long time ago. So don't start talking about quitting now. <laughs> You don't go 150 yeah, something a- Aaron, and Aaron then is- go, you know what? We've been doing I've this. I've had one put out the door this whole time. That's, that's my whole yeah, Aaron used to ask about when we were going to be done, like <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> and I'm just here because I can't get away from it, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I, feel, I felt you. We all know the it. second that we go back to recording live in front of each other, May's out. <laughs> like, yeah, <nope>. sorry. <laughs> Wait, I have to drive somewhere and yeah. physically be not in my pajamas. All of uh, a sudden, her love peace. for Star Trek is done. No, you know what? I might still keep watching it yeah. because of the Patrick Stewart thing. And honestly, because of the Laura Dex uh, factor, it makes me... I understand that show more when I watch this show. So, oh. you're welcome. <laughs> that's that's sort of like um, knowing who that the past you. Thinking? What was that, Sean? Who in particular are you thanking? I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the universe. Who was thanking you? Oh, the verse. Oh, oh. reading rainbow. Hi, Jordy. Jordy, he has a rough week. Yeah. He's got to go on to host Jeopardy. Don't you dare kill him. Mm-hmm. Look at look at Data being somewhat tense about this. Not, you, not only is this a Wesley episode, it's also a Geordie episode. It's really a one-two yeah. punch of the worst. <laughs> if Pulaski was involved somehow, it'd be a real... Well, she sort of <laughs> she is. is. She's part of the Picard storyline. Yeah, she's the, she's the boss. She, oh, uh, yeah. She, shows she up tells him how episode. it is and then it ends up being how it is. You know. <laughs> Matt, you don't like when Jordy's involved? I just think Jordy's better when he's Jordy's always better when he's paired up with Data mm-hmm. and they're doing something sort of yeah, together as, Jordy, as he's a duo. The, the character to to Data's A storyline is great. Mm-hmm. Although at least it's not a romance plot. So he doesn't that is have true. to and Jordy doesn't really have doesn't have team. much of a plot. He just gets fucked up most of like they just keep yeah. attacking him. Yeah. Okay. Bummer. Well, that's yeah. I think that's cool because he would normally just be on the uh, in the um, engine room, right? Just fixing things. Now he gets to go out and like get, get a little combat action in, you know? Well, he's just fixing things somewhere else. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> now, here's the question. Now, why is Picard being all nice to him now? Being like, here, have a sandwich. Because he feels bad about yelling at him earlier. Right. Now, did he request that they be made like that in the in the replicator, or do you think he of course, cuts, absolutely. The, cuts the crusts off himself? No, no, no. The replicator yeah. handles all that. Yeah. Yeah. So he asked specifically for it to have mm-hmm. the crust cut off. It knows and, how he likes and, and, uh, he's, sandwich. He's just like he, he set up a sandwich yeah. program thirty two. Yeah, it's like he a key, have he's to... got a keyboard shortcut set up for that. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you think Picard's mother would deliver him those sandwiches and have him cut the the, the crust off himself? No. Oh, no, no, that is not Picard's mother. Oh That's no, classic British cucumber mm-hmm. sandwich technique. Yeah, sandwiches. I think his I think his I think his French mama cut his crust off <laughs> yeah. the sandwiches. Mama, his croissant sandwiches. I know his croissant sandwiches as yep. made available at Burger King. Now I want to see a young Picard show where he's like a little toddler, but he still has uh, Patrick Stewart's head. He's still bald. <laughs> yes. Do like completely that, bald five-year-old. The yeah. movie uh, Clifford where Martin Short plays a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> and they just have 
John Lewis, just to have Patrick Stewart play himself as a five-year-old. Yes. Yeah, and use like CGI like they used in Lord no, of the Rings. No, don't use, just keep oh. them the same size. Okay. I like it. I'm the, Have everybody I'm... look at him in his eyes as he's dead. It's like that, uh, what was it, on uh, John Hodgman's dead pilot about his light. It was like him when he was 13, but he was going to play himself <laughs> as a 13-year-old <laughs> now. And, but like interact, but everybody else was going to be age appropriate. So like when he would go to school, all of his friends would be played by 13 year old yeah. kids. That's like Penn is. Yeah. yeah. Penn 15. Yeah. Penn is. <laughs> Penn is. <laughs> so they can get away with it. They look so young when they're dressed up. I don't know if John Hodgman could do that because he's like legit taller than a 13 year old. I think that that might be part of the the comedy of it, the humor. I don't know. Right. Well, they, they said it was like it was the idea was funny until he started thinking about how his <laughs> right romantic subplots he with him and likes. a thirteen year old girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I always no. Think but didn't he say that the didn't he say that the joke was going to be that oh. when he met when he met the girl that his character was supposed to fall in love with, she was also going to be played by a 40-year-old woman. That's right. Uh, You're right. That, everyone yeah, that, else that was would their fix for it. All right. So that's yeah. less creepy. A little less creepy. Yeah. A little. Yeah. Because now when I see Big, I'm like, this would never play for <laughs> a female. Like, big is rough like, when you guy. in context, yes. That's funny. I haven't watched well, it in many, many years. in that movie. I yeah, mean, no, not even. I'm like, saying. Imagine if it was a dude in a the opposite sure. big. I think it would be it wouldn't be hey. so charming <laughs> I don't know that's sort of how I, I felt like my first time was was because it's like wait it's wait like... wait everything <laughs> everybody stop talking yep. let's what? just go back to what Min just said what? go ahead I... again Min I, that's how I sort of yeah. felt my first time was because I was physically I was a little older, you know. I I I didn't I didn't have sex until I was like uh, college or so, like late middle college. So you know, a little older. But my my experience, my uh, emotional level, significantly older than you. No, uh, uh, not significantly, but a little older. Yeah, but not like. 30 years no 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 but but you know okay so that part may be different but but i felt like you know like my body was older but my 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 emotion was just young and my maturity was young so i maybe i felt like a 10 year old boy on the inside yeah even though you were a 20 year old man on the outside 20 ish yeah giving it to the 20 something year old girl yeah yeah or rather woman as you should say sure yes when you were doing your walk of shame the next day did the suit start getting bigger on your body as you men used to be six and a half feet tall and now look at him mm-hmm. yikes well you know we just uh, are I'm happy for what I have now <clears throat> sure a big suit Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, one oversized <laughs> David Byrne esque suit. Yeah, love it. Has anybody watched that David Byrne thing that's on Netflix, the American oh. Utopia concert that they filmed? I try to watch some of it. Oh uh, yeah, I think we may have talked about this. I you started to watch you, it, it but got interrupted. I want to watch it. I just want to like play the music loud and like. I probably need to play it in the podcast ranch to really enjoy it. Maybe away. From- I haven't watched. But I want to. Every, I like it's one of those things. Lot, so I think I'll enjoy it. How long is it? I think it's like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, two oh, hours. I mean, it'd probably be funner yeah. just to listen to, not necessarily. I don't know if you necessarily need to watch it. Okay. Some cool things visually on stage, though, sometimes. So. Yeah. I just got like 20 minutes in and I was like, okay, all of these songs sound the same. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll watch this in pieces. It sounds David like Byrne. it should have been like a, a mini series of like four or five 30 minute episodes. Yeah. Or, you know, because like in actual musicals, there's variety. You know, there's the ballads, there's the upbeats, and then this was just all 
the stage. Is it like a musical or is it just a concert? It's a concert, but he also like talks. As yeah. a, is there as a kind story of or it's just? It's more like philosophical, philosophical yeah, just type of David shit. David Burke philosophizing. Yeah, I think that sounds like I would love it. <laughs> you know, I would watch that over like a standard musical. Like, definitely, that's just a taste thing. I think. What was the band David Byrne was in again? Sorry, I it, it's heads. totally at the tip of my mind, but Talking Heads. Talking Heads. Talking heads that's right. Yeah. Mm, okay. Which, by the way, I was not very aware of who the Talking Heads were when I was younger, but for some yeah. reason, it was like the main question that came up in order to get the next to the next level of Carmen San Diego. <laughs> and you needed to have the booklet. Like you could either know the answer or have the booklet where uh you know they had the answers. And I think because my mom had gotten it from her school, she didn't also have the booklet. So it was kind of like a bootlegged Carmen San Diego. So I always could only play like the first level over and over and over again. <laughs> I said I didn't have the damn booklet. And there was no internet. And I didn't know who the fuck the talking heads were. Yeah. yeah. I grew I watched true stories like on repeat when I was like seven or whatever. I just was like an early talking heads fan. It just happened to be something around the house. And I just watched that movie like more times than I can say. Over and over and over. Did you did you love? So we're saying to the band David well? Byrne has touched all our lives, pretty much. <laughs> Aaron, did you love Talking Heads, the band, as well? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm not like an expert, but I know a lot of their music. It was certainly popular in college too, so I, I think I would enjoy it. Just playing it on a good speaker system and just like taking the time and just getting in into the mode, you know, not being distracted. I think I would enjoy it for sure. I would know a lot of the music, but. If anyone's, if you've never seen True wow. Story, that's that actually a storyline. I mean, it's a movie, but and it's John Goodman's one of his first films. I think it might be the first. Really? Yeah, it's fantastic. I don't think I've seen it. I should check it out. Yeah, it's really weird and cool. Man, they keep messing Jordy up. Yeah, no, they fuck Jordy up. Damn. I think they allude to the fact that they keep phaser stunning him, and it's like, it's probably going to have a real bad effect on him if they keep doing that to him. <laughs> Like, oh, I thought stunning somebody with a phaser was pretty safe, but apparently it's not good if you do it all the time. It's probably like everything else. Like, yeah, all, all, in all things in moderation. Yeah. yeah. You know, phase in moderation. You don't want to over phase. Do you think there's like a sort of druggy setting to a phaser? Where <laughs> it gets you high but doesn't knock you out? No, but I think like (laughs) people in the future, there's probably people in the future who are like S and M, S and M types who are into like getting phased, getting getting shot with a phaser. Yeah, yeah. Like auto, like auto erotic, auto erotic phasering. (laughs) Oh man! They do like couples things. They like I want you to phase me and then have sex with me. (laughs) <laughs> while I'm unconscious. Yeah, you I need are, you to be my favorite. They call that a Bill Cosby. Oh. Jesus Christ. You yeah. <laughs> you, God, I mean, damn. You. Saying what do you think is going to happen to Bill? What, is Bill Cosby going to come into your dreams or something? No. <laughs> he, do you, he might. What, you, what am I jinxing like now? Yeah. Not jinxing anything. It's just like, ugh, we don't need the reminder. Jeez. <laughs> Get out of my dreams, Bill Cosby. And into my pudding. <laughs> Damn. Jacob's on fire. Yes. yes. I love it, Jacob. Uh, I don't well, know. here's the other good act, the other actor. Does anybody recognize the name Daniel Benzali? I know who that guy is. That's that's who's playing the surgeon in this. Yep. Uh, the guy in the right, the older guy. Yeah, the guy in the right. I don't care how good your technology is. Red is not a good color. <laughs> yeah, what kind of fucked up David Cronenberg bullshit is that surgery office going yeah, on? Yeah, right? good point. Very. Like, what the hell is this? Well, yeah. Queen of Hearts, Alice in Wonderland. It's very fucking Jacob's ladder in there. Scary as shit. <laughs> Freaked out. 
My interpretation is that uh, surgery in Star Trek doesn't bleed anymore, so they feel like they 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 want to. It's like the a blood needs to represent. <laughs> it's like a they cocky, to... like over, like mm-hmm. confidence move. Like <laughs> <laughs> they want to feel rooted to their past, where they're... you know, like doctors had blood on their. Outfit. They're all squeamish, so it's like <laughs> if they see blood, you know, they <laughs> they can't handle it. So it's better they just not know. So if it splashes on them, it just blends in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of good theories. Yeah, they don't do laundry as often this way. <laughs> well, if the Star Trek budget had anything to say right? about it, you're right. Right? Remember the dry cleaning? Yep. Through the roof. <laughs> uh, oh, look. Screeny's got a dongle. Jeez. I got a bit of a screeny. Oh, oh, very good screeny. Yeah, that's a probe right there. Yeah. I saw somewhere on Twitter or Facebook or something today about some company that's got like a a bed like that that has like a it's got like a, yeah it's like a Star Trek medical bed it's got a <laughs> got like a control panel that kind of shifts over you. Okay. <laughs> somebody yeah, built as like like for funsies or I have no idea if they're like trying to sell it or what the plan is. Are they like is. diagnosing you? Does it like, yeah, like, I'm not sure if it actually works in some way. I, I didn't read the, you know, it's Facebook, so you don't really. Well, we talked, we did thing. talk one time about how uh, there, there was this company, it was part of a correction corner, I think. There was this company in Hawaii that makes uh, bio beds that can read. But that had like a you blanket. Know, that they laid over you that read yeah, your vitals? Yeah, some kind of thing that laid over the top of you that was able to sort of read your vital functions. This had like an actual like U, horseshoe U-shaped thing that sort but of... Was it, a, was it something somebody made as a prop for funsies? fucking was know, it meant to work? Why do I need to have details? <laughs> you have but a Wikipedia. Then it's not for like, a story right as it is. Thing. <laughs> I didn't say it was a story. I said it was something I saw on Facebook. <laughs> Go look it up on Facebook yourself. Gee. <laughs> All the stuff that on my Facebook is cat related. It's like cat hamster wheels and like. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the feed I'm getting. I don't you get stay on the light side of Facebook. I don't get Star Trek bed probes. <laughs> What are you going looking for on yeah, the internet, like, Sean? I go looking for Star Trek bed probes. Erin <laughs> <laughs> sounded really worried when she heard about the uh, idea of that. Like, oh, why would someone want to buy that? <laughs> it's disturbing. Doesn't sound comfy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But 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 the, uh, don't the Japanese sleep on like tatami mats? And and have you ever tried that? That is not comfortable. No, no one's ever tried to. They're like hard read. No idea what you're talking about. Oh, really? Oh, do people? I don't think people still do that. Do they? Maybe not. Maybe not. Because they're like those are not comfortable. I'm gonna choose like a normal Western style bed that is soft and cushy and at my sleep number. (laughs) I mean, they'll use like futon. What is your sleep number, man? No, you know what my sleep number is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all know. It. Get out of here, Rubs. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're inseparable now. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> we all are, Counselor. We probably have different sleep numbers, but that's okay, because that's how you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the whole point of that. Was the bad. only time I ever tried it, we were house-sitting, and... I couldn't find a number that worked for me at all. So we basically just put it down to zero. It was basically a tatami mat. We just were like, let's just let's just put it all the way down. So uh, there's an Israeli firm that developed a new type of medical imaging technology uh-huh. called the Nanox Arcs. And Nanox Arc. And they specifically made it look like the Star Trek medical beds. Oh. But it actually works. You can tell that it's an X-ray machine. Yeah, you can tell the surgery is not going well because they (laughs) they put sweat on (laughs) on Luke's brow, so you knew it's not going great. Like Mm. that guy looks like he could be a James Bond villain with his laser right there. Bond. He was on a short-lived TV show that I really liked called Murder One. Yeah, Murder One. Oh yeah, I remember that show. Yeah. Okay. That was like when it the first one that's of the a, first. That's a really good show. 
That was, was like really one of the first uh, like non episodic. Yeah, like, the whole gimmick of the show was that was the, that whole case, season, the whole season was one case that they mm-hmm. followed. Yeah, it was, a big, it was like a plane. Like it was the second time, like after Twin Peaks, which was sort mm-hmm. of the first to do it. Yeah. Then they were sort of building up, but more of a procedural. Like Twin Peaks was so bizarre, it was hard yeah. to sort. Of, yeah, Murder One was Murder, murder One had more of a standard, you know, law, mm-hmm. law and order type flow to it, but it was had only a standard storyline. Right. Yeah, there were no backwards talking. There was no supernatural so. shit. It was just a standard murder case. Anyway, that was a good show. Mm. So this is still happening. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's amazing. Yeah. It's still going on. When the, it's amazing when the episodes are bad. How long? <laughs> yeah. like, I, just, it like, really does of, vary. Asian then. dude, Asian dude, right? Asian dude, Asian, Asian dude. dude. Yeah. Hey, Aaron. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I was listening to an episode the other day where you were talking about. Um, Grey's Anatomy, but you hadn't gotten up to the part where Alex left the show, no. and I was like, oh, you get up to that, we need to talk again. I because... know, we still need to talk. I kind of took a break, honestly, because <laughs> of um, visiting my someone in a hospital, and I needed a break from, like, hospital scenarios, so I've kind of oh, put right. that on. But I've started, I've started watching it again, but I'm not to where Alex left okay. yet. So I'm not going to take this I've, off I've my... Resumed I've resumed watching, which is probably a sign that like my mental health is better. I but um, <laughs> uh, I like to watch Grey's Anatomy after work on weekdays. Something about it, I find it works. Endearing, warming. Well, maybe because their problems are bigger than my work problems. But it is like a work show. I don't know. I like it when I'm by myself. But like when <laughs> literally when Philippe comes in the room, I pause it because <laughs> I've got to talk to him. But also like. For some reason, I don't like to like watch it with other people. At least, that do you, do you do you cry during that show? Or like, I have you... to explain stuff if people don't already know what's going on in the show. So I just like, not nah, well. I've been moved on that show before. There's a lot of stuff that happens, but um, well, I don't know. Still going on it's my private. Like, it's almost like a soap opera for me. It's like my Young and the Restless. Or it is a soap opera. It's super intense. Okay, first of all, I'm not going to take the thing about Alex off my list of things to talk about because... Oh, I'll get there. I'm getting close. It's super intense this season because they're doing COVID as part of the storyline. I was hoping that they would, actually, because I I kept... I've often think, like, how would they handle it? Because, you know, it's the only medical show I really watch these days. And I think, in some ways, it's the best medical show I've ever seen. So I feel like if anyone's going to get it right, it's them. So, anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. been really good. All right. I'll, I will get caught up for sure. Speaking of shows be- that we still watch that started in the 90s, right. um, did anybody else watch the Saved by the Bell reboot? Oh, yeah. On yeah, Peacock? what do you guys think? Is it it really was really unique? good. Yeah, yeah. it's really unique. Like, it kind of... Does it's, it's a cool take on it. it. Yeah, it's a cool take on it. Okay, good. They're doing their own thing. But I'm pissed now because those fuckers are drug dealers and they're like, the first one's free. But after that, Uh you gotta pay. Uh I was wondering, since it got a lot of attention, whether they would make that the paid content. Okay. Yeah. Businesses are hurting. For seven days are free, though. Seven days free, so I'm just gonna binge it. Because they're all on there. Fortunately, they're not doing the, the Disney Plus version where they released it one week at a time, so you couldn't do that. Okay, the juggle thing. Did they do, or did they reinterpret the whole gang, or is it like uh, they're taking the same characters and then giving them new new? Well, actors? the new characters are in the show. Uh-huh. So, like Zach is the governor of California. Oh, oh, oh so it's like a second, mm, second generation, next gen. Yeah, yeah, and then his kid, his their son, goes is the to, new Zach. Is the new oh. Zach? Ah, okay, that's Zach cool. Morris. And is it actual Saved by the Bell former actors that are you know, yeah, in the new? Yeah, no, okay, good. Yeah. So they got. Wait, what's ah. his name? Mac Morris. Mac Morris. Mac? Mac, M A C, Mac. Oh, Mac Morris. That's cool. That's okay. terrible. Yeah. But, <laughs> the, but the premise is like it's switched because it's not just like the Bayside kids, there's a group of like poor, diverse kids that move and start taking at Bayside because they're 
school gets closed down. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like that season of Friday Night Lights. But it's basically them making fun of like how much yeah. white privilege these. Yeah, it's all have. about sort of recognizing the white privilege and all that. Um, but yeah, so Jesse is like the counselor at the school. And her kid is the quarterback. Yeah, her and and Slater is the head football, football coach. Yeah. And there's like a it's a great sequence in it in that there's this African American kid who's part of the poor kids that come to school and Slater's like trying to get him to join the football team and the kid kind of fucks with him and then you're like he's finally he's like I should have learned about you and in the end he tries out for the musical. And he's got like a great <laughs> voice. Like he does it's just so cool. Like they just the stereotyping of this big black kid that assumed that he would want to be a football player. Yeah. And Dustin Diamond is Not nowhere available. to be found. Ooh. Well, I'm sorry. He's available. Not requested, I guess is the better way to put it. Well, so so I binged it. I I, I oh, signed up for the trial and I watched it that weekend of Thanksgiving. Nice. So they do mention him down the line, and it's like this throwaway line. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it's like this throwaway line, line to explain why he'll why he'll probably never show up. Never show up. Wow. Gotcha. Is Dustin Diamond? Funny, I've been actually rewatching Saved by the Bell. Oh damn! Because I'm listening to the Zach to the Zach to the Future podcast where Mark Paul Gosler talks about the episodes because he's never watched them. Oh shit! So he's mm-hmm. watching them basically for the first time. That must be interesting. It's funny. <laughs> it's really interesting. And he has, like, the last episode, he had uh, Tiffany Thiessen on it with him. And it was, she remembered things a lot better than he did. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, don't you remember this part? And he's like, no. Uh, <laughs> is Dustin Diamond the character's name? Because that sounds like a no, porno that's name. His name. That's the actor's name. Oh, really? He's Mike D from Beastie Boys' cousin or something. Oh, oh. wow. Never yeah. knew that. That's hmm. Mike D's real name is Mike Diamond. Oh, okay. Oh, dang. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty funny. And the, I think the reason why it works is because the girl, the woman who created it uh, used to write for 30 Rock. So oh, okay. it has that fast-paced like, yeah. joke cool. um, style. Yeah. It yeah, it's first person. It's a first, it's a single camera. It's not, it's not. Uh, Multi-cam. Multi-cam. So it's the, 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 but like they even went to the Max and Ed Alonzo, the, the magician who was Max was on it in the pilot. Yeah. He, no, like, they went to the Max. Yep. It's in it. <laughs> wow. And they That's point cool. out it, they point out just how ridiculous it is. It's like, well, yeah, how expensive it is to eat there as much as they do. Like, It sounds cool. like a cool update of the, uh, yeah. the whole good. thing. Yeah, no, they did a good yeah, job. Yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, well, it sounds like, like something I need to be watching. So <laughs> once you're done with the prestige stuff like Queen's Gambit or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm I, enjoying trash. I'm savoring it. You still, are you still watching it, Jacob? Jake? No, I haven't picked it back up yet. He was watching it like the pilot, and I sat down to watch it, and I was like, oh, I'm good. After about thirty minutes, I was like, "Cool, she's learning chess." Was it just dry? For me, it was. For me, it moved a little too slow. Oh, I'm. I hear it get better. I don't know. I also don't enjoy like The Crown, so like, okay, yeah, yeah, different taste. Yeah, yeah, but I gobbled up that Saved by the Bell. (laughs) Cool. That that's I'm with you, May. I got no time for shit like the crown. I gotta watch Saved by the Bell. Well, we, and you know, we made it's it hard to... nowadays finding like a good hard comedy. Like it's hard to find trashy comedies these days. Yeah, or just you know, really? like fun, enjoyable well, comedies that good. That, like, that aren't trying to skew like dark, like traumatic shit. You know, well, they, they still yeah. have those. They're just really bad. Most of them. I mean, there's 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 some really good ones out there. When you mention them, everyone's like, "Oh, so good!" But like those shows, I can't even like binge because watching one episode is so like 
hard that you don't want to watch another one right away. So, but while you watch something like Saved by the Bell, where you're just like, you get to the end, you're like, yes, I want some more of that silly, you know, unnecessary shit. Sure, it's a lot easier to watch. It's, yeah. But no, it went away. So, (laughs) that ends my, that's my recommendation, early recommendation (laughs) from Rec Corner. Play the jingle. Yeah. (laughs) Play the jingle, Jacob. What are we playing? Recommendations. Recommendations. Or, or, or. Hey, the episode ended. <laughs> Recommendations. Yeah. She took off her blood gloves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a boss move by Pulaski to be like, at the end, he wakes up and be like, I'm here, bitch. What? <laughs> I, saved I your bet life. she didn't even perform the surgery. She just showed up and did that just to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. But she did the whole move of like taking off the gloves. She's like, I saved your life and I also took something else out that didn't need to be taken out. I'll let you figure it out. I also did some. I also spent, I I put my finger up your butt. (laughs) I took something out and I put something back in. There you go. That's that you didn't need. Yes. You'd be a a fun doctor, Jacob. You know, I gave you an. I gave you an extra appendix. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a fun doctor who'd need a lot of lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> well, patients would go in with eyes wide open. And then they come out with eyes wide shut. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> because there would be sexually inappropriate things happening. Yoinks. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, on that note. Jello pudding. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, tie it up. Okay. Tie it off. <laughs> Tie it off. Aww, that sounds so sad. Well, we got another well, episode. We're still fine. here. We'll do more. No, no, no. I please. I don't care about that at all. I was trying to. I was distracted. I was trying to do something else, and it didn't work. Okay. Uh, thanks we very were much. Depressing for you. <laughs> what? I thought we were depressing you. <laughs> I mean, no more than usual. <laughs> so thanks for listening um, to Warped. Please go to an iTunes or wherever you get your podcast to rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at Warped Trek uh, or, at, or at Warped the Podcast. I forget yeah. what it is on Instagram. Uh, and our merch is at uh, Lunar underscore Flare on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Warped Trek. You can follow me at Host Warped. You can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts at Wet Maynard. You can go to patreon.com slash warped to become a patron and get access to bonus material and additional episodes. Cool. Well, unless anybody has anything they'd like to add, my name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Aaron. I'm Drugs. And I'm Murray. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Yeah.